0: Episode three thirty eight after the whistle presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. And uh go get your bets in too, down at the sports book. Got a odds on the Sabres making the playoffs, Stanley Cup odds, and uh obviously, you know, season starts Thursday for the Sabres and the league started last night. Leave it to the NHL network. Connor Bedard makes his NHL debut and at eight o'clock in the morning I'm watching a day that changed the game. Gets a shit about Gordie Howe and all these guys. They, Gordie Howe would have been a fourth liner in this day and age. Can we move on, please?
1: Oh, are we going to start that way? Holy jumping. You're going to give a lot of old bucks a heart attack this morning. I'm
0: just kidding. Uh, I'm yeah, just I, kidding. I hope so. I'm just I kidding. So. so. He wouldn't have made the team. <laughs> he wouldn't even have made the American League team. Benson would have outplayed him. Exactly, for sure. We're taking a little heat on that one, too, by the way. Why is that? Uh just the stance what? that the fact that Benson, although Lou from Tire World, thankfully Lou's out there defending Lou from Tire World. Hey, okay. He so is, what?
1: What? What are people saying about our take on Benson?
0: Uh, they completely. They're like they. He totally earned it. He should be here. He'd be here either way. All this stuff. And I. And I. I you know. And then Lou from Tire World said, "A lot of people will will miss your point, but your point is spot on." Now, granted, he's biased. He's a fan, but the point is, is just that it's too bad the team's in a position that they can allow an 18 year old to step into training camp and make the yeah. team. Yeah, like we're not talking Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks here. We're talking about 13th pick overall. Yeah, on a team that is vying to make the playoffs after 12 years. 12 we've been, years. We've been doing not not this. three, not Craig, six, Craig. We've been doing not this nine,
1: for... 12 years. Did Zach Benson earn it? He had eight points. He
0: certainly put a spotlight on himself in training camp.
1: He played well. Young man played well. Did a lot of really good things. The point is you are going to insert the 13th overall pick, an 18-year-old kid who's now going to get a taste of what the real NHL is like. Not these kids that played in the East Coast League or the American Hockey League or overseas. Zach Benson's going to be playing against NHL players now. NHL players. Teams with systems and understanding of how to play the game. It's going to be a lot harder for him. Now, I will say this again so people don't don't skew what I say. Zach Benson... Played very well this this uh, this training camp. He or, earned or an just... opportunity. He earned an opportunity to play on opening night. Where we're going with this, and I think where what you said yesterday is he should have never had an opportunity to made this team because we sh- we are the youngest team in the NHL, the youngest, and now I we're thought... going to add an eighteen year old kid, and I and that's we going to get us over the hump.
0: I thought we were stockpiled with draft picks from past years. How is the youngest draft pick making the team over all of them? Now, granted, Savoy's hurt.
1: How's how's Rose Roseanne? How's Yari Kulich, who have played in the minors, who played, both of them played very, very well. How are they? Go listen decision.
0: Go listen to our Seneca side notes, and you'll know what we're talking about. JR is coming up. Connor Bedard made his debut last night and did not disappoint. You asked me a question. You go, how did the Penguins lose to the Blackhawks?
1: Come on. Give me a bloody break. Like, (laughs) how did the Pittsburgh Penguins lose to the Chicago Blackhawks? Well, my bigger question
0: is, how's the NHL network? Showing old-time hockey when Connor Bedard, the new star, made his debut last night. He's on a point-of-game pace here. Yeah, pretty special. How about his opening face-off? Takes it against Crosby. Yeah, Sid the Kid, yeah. And got absolutely smoked. Welcome to the league. Just going to yeah. win this directly back to the middle between my two defensemen. What am
1: I going to say? What am I going to say here? Um. Very for me, it's eye eye opening. It's eye opening for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I know this is game one of an eighty-two game schedule, but holy smokes, you got to be scratching your head. You got to be scratching your head. Can you name me over six players? Six on on the Blackhawks. Are you
0: doing this right already for the Penguins?
1: I It. It's it, to me. When you do what they have done, they are in it to win it. The Pittsburgh Penguins are in it to win it. They know that Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin are, are getting long in the tooth. They're 36, 35 years old. Carlson's not young. Carlson of, was all those guys are older. 32. You know, Latang's 35. I mean, they went out and acquired arguably the best. Well, he, I should, it's not argue, arguable. He was the best defenseman in the league last year. A uh, hundred points, 101 points.
0: Offensive producing defenseman in the league last year. Let's, yes, he was. Let's, let's say if there was an offensive defenseman award, he would have won the award. If there was a best all around defenseman award, he's not even in the top 20.
1: He might not be in the top 50.
0: Okay, well, you that's fine too. I just I didn't want to be that drastic.
1: But listen, I mean, he's he's a he's a point producing freak. He's a puck moving machine. Um he he should add to the Pittsburgh Penguins hockey team and uh, I mean, let me tell you something. When you go and lose your first game of the season to the Chicago Blackhawks, it's got to be a lot of people scratching their head on that. That's a layup. That's what we call a layup in this league. This is a team that arguably should be close to the bottom of the league. In the bottom five. Like, I don't think Chicago Blackhawks. Who's their general manager in Chicago? Is it Dickinson?
0: Yeah, that guy. That guy? That guy.
1: Whoever the the GM is in in Chicago. The Bruce Dickinson. Understands.
0: I put my pants on one leg at a time. But the only difference is, when I do, I make gold records. Any normal person listening will know what I'm referencing. Craig, you are just on a completely different planet. The fact that you don't even know that idiotic that little
1: movie terminologies that you have in your head is just mind blowing to me. But there anyway, a lot of people that are back to the that.
0: business of of oh, of this sorry. podcast. Jeez, oh, forget about the entertainment side.
1: I was here for entertainment. (laughs) Go, go, just make your, make make your point. I look at Chicago and they're starting something fresh. They're starting a rebuild with a a franchise player in Connor Bedard, but they do not want to win. They need to suck. Look at the Buffalo Sabres. The Buffalo Sabres have sucked for well over a decade. They have picked in the top seven or eight picks for over a decade, except this last year where they picked Zach Benson 13th overall. Uh, But it goes back to us taking heat for Zach Benson, getting eight points in friggin' preseason hockey, which no one gives a shit about except people here in Buffalo. Look at Zach Benson. We got eight points. He's a superstar. No, he's not. He's just a kid that had uh, he he had he had a really or, good preseason. Or, he actually or, earned the opportunity is, to be here. I'm an
0: honest guy, to a certain extent, <laughs> but or there's a, just a slight chance that we're just
1: assholes. No, you you're an asshole. <laughs> I'm not an asshole. I'm a realist. When you have the youngest team in the National Hockey League the year before, the youngest team in the league, that means that you are, um, like a seed that you're trying to water, trying to grow the stem, and oh, have a beautiful rose at the, the end. Here of
0: it. comes the plant analogy.
1: There you go. You got to grow it. Yeah.
0: Okay. You don't then just do you trim it. You don't it, just you stick a rose it, in the up. ground. Then do you trim it, and hang it upside down in the barn too? what
1: are you talking about man yeah yeah there you go anyway we got buffalo sabers are the youngest team in the league and uh whether people want to look in and read into that you can do what you want with it my only concern is when you have a team like buffalo at what point in time do you package something up to get a player that will significantly help your lineup That's kind of where, where I'm at. But at the same time, when I bite my tongue, uh, listen, I sit there we, and we I spent, think to myself, spent, I can't wait to see this young man play.
0: We spent 15 minutes on this, on that uh, Seneca segment that we do. And, um, you know, obviously we just bring it back up because now we're getting, it, it came out earlier, came out last night it's had a lot of downloads and people are responding to it and they're messaging us about it. So, and not only, not only it's not even on the, on it's X now, they call it X in Twitter to me, but DMing, emailing questions. It's, you know, you hear these, you hear the feedback. And I think, I think fans are tired of the negativity. And I think they think that we are just being negative for the sake of being negative.
1: You honestly believe that that we I, th- that there's fans out there that think that we're negative? Well, yeah, because I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, the people that I read that that agree with a lot guys, of the stuff let, that I say,
0: they, guys, lay off. He deserves to be here, guys. He, you know, listen, man. Every, I mean, you're like, you're the guy oh,
1: who wants to read the glass half full shit. Okay, there's ten people that say, yeah, we agree with you. You know, we we're you're going to bring in an 18 year old kid that has never played at this level for an entire season. Instead of going out to help, an already the youngest team in the goddamn league, you can't tell me that Kevin Adams doesn't have the draft collateral to go and make a move to make this team better? Yes, he does. He just chooses not to. And that's okay. I can give my goddamn opinion that Zach Benson, is he the guy that we want in our lineup starting, starting the season? Obviously, they feel very comfortable with him. For me, with how much we have, draft collateral-wise, I'd be looking to make a move to solidify our team. Well, is Victor is, Olson going to be here for the entire season? Why is he still here?
0: Here's the other thing. Now, Don't even get
1: me started on that.
0: No, now.
1: What's the this, one thing that the team needs? Going to be What's on the your- one thing the team needs? One.
0: I, I'm not even going to say it.
1: One. You say right. it right now.
0: No, I'm not saying
1: and it. And we haven't we haven't brought up once.
0: We no, haven't brought you know it up why? once.
1: I don't give a shit how how talented all these players are. Look at how skilled we are. We scored a million goals last season. It was great. We we uh, identified our defense needed a little help. They went out and got some guys. Yes, it was great. Everything's good. Devin Levi. I don't even have a problem with him. He's a young guy. He's going to go through some ups and downs, but he seems like a pretty mature kid. Where is the physicality? Where's the toughness?
0: No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Ah,
1: there we go. There we go. We don't need toughness in today's game. Yes, you do. If you want to win, if you want to win, you need some toughness. I'm not talking Peyton Krebs. Fucking fought uh, Sidney Crosby the other game. Everybody, oh, he's a tough kid. He is a tough kid. He's, He's one of the only kids that has a set of balls on him.
0: Craig can't say that anymore. Can't you? Don't need toughness. I can Come say on. whatever the no. hell
1: I want, and it's no. been the same shit for a decade. No. This team needs to go out and identify doesn't some players anymore. that play a little bit different than doesn't Dylan exist. Cousins or Tuck or or all these Paterkas or all these super highly skilled players. There needs to be some difference in the lineup.
0: Doesn't exist, Doesn't work that way anymore, Craig. We this don't need does. those types of players. We need four lines of skill. How's that how's that worked out? Well, we'll see. How's that worked out? Because we got it again. We got it again. We got
1: four lines of skill. You know who has a really skilled lineup too? But I don't want to. Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas Golden Knights have a really skilled lineup. You know what they also had? They also had sandpaper. They had sandpaper on defense and they had sandpaper on their forward line on on the the back end, on the back third and fourth line. Okay. They had that. You I look don't. at the guys in Tampa Bay. Did they have skill on that team? Damn right they had skill. They had a ton of skill. But they also had sandpaper that went along with the team. On defense and on, on the on the forwards. Well,
0: let's go get some sandpaper. Sit J-R- here R- and J-R- say R- the same thing go. over and over. I didn't, I didn't gotta say gotta one thing. Conversation I haven't said I'm one going, thing, have I'm gonna I? I'm going to fucking snap. If you've been in a car accident and need a personal injury attorney, Call not only our friends at Salino Law, but fans of After the Whistle at
1: 800-555-5555. Car Crash, call Salino. Get in the game at the Sports Lounge. The Sports Lounge at Seneca Buffalo
0: Creek Casino is the place to watch the action and place your wagers. Take in the games and matches on the big screen TVs, place your bets, and order whatever you need all in one place. The Sports Lounge at Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino good morning jeremy love the exceptionally well after the whistle yep. hoodie
2: this uh yep. it was, ex- it was exceptionally well well um exceptionally well uh, how are you gonna
0: how are you gonna um, work this in do you, i mean how do you start a sentence with exceptionally well
2: it was exceptionally well received that hockey started last night
0: yes nicely done this segment with Jeremy is brought to you by Whiskey in the Wild.
2: Yeah, baby. And, there it is. Here it and is. And
0: Snipes and Stripes. How was it?
2: Snipes and Stripes on No Filter. We started awesome. We uh, just told Riv we were on uh we were number five on the hockey podcast uh, nationally uh, on Apple, which is awesome. So uh good first week to our nofilter.net. Snipes and Stripes show, which we talked about, we talked about after the whistle, and we gave oh, plugs wow. after the whistle. I said, make sure you listen to me every Wednesday morning on after the whistle, so we can prepare for Wednesday afternoon. Well, Snipes just so you know, it's,
0: it you know it's a podcast, right? So you come on Wednesday morning, but you can hear it anytime after Wednesday yeah. and
2: forever, Jr. It, well, exactly. Every morning Well, that's, that's <laughs> and as, why you guys. And that's as why you've you, learned, you
0: and, and as you've learned, podcasts live forever.
2: Uh, trust me i know they do so what Um, i'm going to say today is going to live on for an infamy
0: oh well i opened the show i opened the show earlier and i said uh uh, typical the nhl network you know you have the Connor bedard debut and at eight in the morning on the east coast they're showing a day that changed the game and i'm like gives a shit about gordie howe anymore so long ago he would he's a fourth liner in today's game
2: <laughs> oh my God. I'm That's exactly go that what far. I said. Oh God. I'm not going that far. You're gonna get a lot of hate hate mail today, man. Might even, you know what?
0: I'm gonna tell you what, if he were here in Buffalo, he'd be a healthy scratch. Zach
2: Benson would be playing over him. You ever oh, heard of him? Geez. JR? Uh no, I don't know who Zach Benson is. Is he oh. is he in is he in Hollywood or something? No, he's uh so he, he is, is a star. Like...
1: He is a star right now.
2: So let's 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 start about the first night of hockey. Um, listen, I loved, I loved that I could find hockey right on my television very easily. That ESPN had three games starting here at two 30 in the afternoon. I get to watch hockey from two 30 in the afternoon until I went to sleep, but that was awesome. Um, so kudos to, um, ESPN and and National Hockey League for at least putting on, you know, three back-to-back games and starting the season off on a Tuesday. Fantastic. So let's start there. Um,
0: and, and congratulations to Connor Bedard because uh, he, you know, his NHL debut, he gets a point. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Con- about-
2: not really. Con- I listen. Let, let's talk about ca- congratulations, Connor Bedard. I mean, did he? Uh, did he play all that well?
0: Well, word on the street is everyone thought he was amazing. I think you're just pissed off that I, he's I, he's I, the I, one. He's the third youngest hawk to get a get a point. You're not even on the well. list.
2: No, because I I got sent down, and that's not even the thing. Well, w- listen, we had a couple of years ago. We had um, an American kid get toward four goals in his first game. Um, that's a pretty unbelievable start. That Connor Bedard so was, was way was way more hyped than him. But I don't think Connor Bedard played bad. I'm not saying that, but no matter how Connor Bedard played last night, was anybody going to say uh, he was terrible? No, they are going to boost this kid. And listen, I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about Connor Bedard, but I don't think Connor Bedard stood out in that game whatsoever. Uh, he had a couple good shots. Um, I thought his defensive play was was piss poor. Uh, his face offs, he lost. He, he was two and eleven on face offs. Who gives a shit about face offs? But they do in on the team. Um, he got a secondary assist, which was a nice little drop pass. Connor Bedard didn't do anything in that game that brought me out of my seat that went holy shit. Nothing. And granted yeah. he might be he might be nervous. Let's give the kid let's give the kid some 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 slack. I'm not saying anything bad about him, but it wasn't the oh my god. We've been waiting for this kid. He's the he's the generational player that we've been waiting for and he showed up and and he lit it up. So, I think number 1 Pittsburgh shit the bed in the second half of the game like they did the last couple games of the season i don't think they they played awful they allowed chicago back into the game and i think the referees had a couple awful calls in the third period that put the hawks on power did you see the latang Le- penalty in front of the net like are you shitting me on a cross check you can't battle in front of the net that was a baby baby push yeah. and latang goes in the- so listen Great for the Hawks they get out on a good pace all that stuff I'm listening to Mark Messier if you're a Hawks fan, you've got to be the happiest and more to come you know what I don't I don't see it happening. They played a good game last night. Pittsburgh played awful. Hey, I made a bet yesterday with Pittsburgh winning by more than more than one and a half right So I took Pittsburgh minus one and a half. I mean I'm thinking Pittsburgh with P- Crosby being pissed them losing out last year, them not playing hockey for a long time, picking up Lars Eller, picking up um, some good players Riley along Smith, the way. Uh, Riley Smith, Brandon Carlson. Russ, did Eric, Eller's. Did Eric Carlson play last night?
1: 26
2: minutes. Didn't 26 even
1: minutes. notice him. 26 Didn't
2: minutes. Didn't even notice him. Didn't even notice him. Um,
0: I wonder if, so, I wonder if I'm, Crosby I'm, I'm, just had I'm, had that, that interview with Bedard on his mind.
2: Did you did you see that? Did you see the start of that game? Did you see Sidney Crosby sitting across from Connor Bedard in their in their uniforms, and Sidney Crosby interviewing Connor Bedard? If I could have fallen asleep in an instant, if I could have hit, if I could have gotten a baseball bat and hit myself in the head and knocked myself out, I would have done it. So I didn't have to listen. Why do they that. do
1: that, Jr? Like what are it they is doing
2: on that? so atrocious? There is z. And, and by the way, I love Sidney Crosby. I'm sorry. I love Sidney Crosby. I think for the game, he's great. Um, he greatest player in, in ever. Front greatest of a, in, player ever. In front of a camera, poke my eyes out. Like poke my eyes out. There's both those guys were so monotone. Um, Connor Bernard couldn't have been more generically boring and non-excited to be sitting across from from his idol, and they gave us nothing. In a short two minute clip of them sitting across from each other. I thought Crosby was a little bit um a little bit cheeky and fun when he says, take it easy on us, so on and so forth. But God man, boys. They're trying to force some, it. They're trying some, to force
0: it and it's it's uh it's so bring cringy. Bring some
2: attention, bring it's, some energy, bring some pizzazz and personality.
0: No, it's not the players. You're just you're forcing the yes, moment. They're so, yes, trying to force a yes, moment, Crosby. But they are. What is it? They're with, not. They're not personalities. That's the terrible. problem. What is it, it with the
1: the those super super high end picks? Like you look at, you know, Connor McDavid. Can you imagine throwing Connor McDavid into that conversation with Bedard yeah. and and Crosby. Yeah. I mean, yeah. these are these are the biggest names in the game, and they're they're the biggest snooze fest. That's just their personalities. That's I don't know if they are just so elite at the game of hockey where they go into this like personal shell where they do not want to expose their their personalities to the world. They they live quietly. Like how or do we not know more about Sidney Crosby? Like the guy or, or is the or, biggest or they know they're, star
2: in the game. Or they know that they're so good that they don't want to express and put themselves even more ahead of everybody else. Because of their talent. Now they're gonna now they're gonna blow people away with their personality and their and their outgoingness so that they're even more looked at and they're even more on television and they're even more written about well, I, on top I've, of their team. Or I've, is there somebody is there somebody, maybe from the league or their team, that literally sits these kids down and says, Hey, listen, you see how Gretzky act? You see how McDavid act? You see how Crosby acts? That's how you have to act. I don't know. I mean, it's well, You it, mentioned it's another
0: a, one, Messier. He was, he was very, very much like that. Steve Iserman was super serious. Was like, what was it with these guys? Yo, I
2: mean, they're, they're so team oriented and, and just, they don't want to be exposed for more than just their play. Um Mark Messier goes out and guarantees a win. And you know, he, he's, he's, you've seen him get mad. You've seen him have energy. Um, I mean, I'm going to, I, I love, I love mess. I was watching him last night. He said a couple really good things, but again, he, you know, he is praising the Blackhawks on such a huge win and Oh, that's, you know, the team's got to be so happy and you know, Blackhawk nation has to be so happy. I'm like, I really didn't feel that. I was happy that the Hawks won. Don't get me wrong. And that they beat Pittsburgh, but I, I think Pittsburgh let them into the game and then they got some really good calls and good breaks and, they won a hockey
1: game, but, um, going on a different note from the game, I just want to like, go back to like, you know, you look at, you look at, um, the big sports, you look at the football, baseball, basketball, they all have personalities. They all have personalities that sell the game where they have Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, players like this sell the game. Okay.
2: You don't think um, Travis Kelsey is not Travis Kelsey? Well, Taylor
0: Taylor Swift is selling football these days,
2: right?
1: But what I'm saying is, like, do you do you think, in a small way, that that's why the game of hockey has not risen as high as what maybe anticipated because of the lack of of uh, personality in the game of hockey? Because you got to sell somebody,
2: yeah. You have the to 100%. sell somebody.
1: And guess what? Jeremy Roenick is not in the game anymore, and either either is PK Sube, Whether you loved him or you hated him, he was personality, and he was different. And who are the who are the players that I you can name one guy like, that I
0: played with that would have excelled in this era? Derek Roy. Oh my God, that guy love, would have been. Roy-Z. He
2: love would Roy-Z. have been a goddamn yeah. icon. He would have been Trevor Siegrist.
0: He would have been on the cover yeah. of
2: NHL. Yeah, I, I right love now. I love Dr. He's awesome. But do you He's do you believe
1: guy. that has something to do with this game? And and yeah. listen, I mean, the game of hockey has really uh, moved in the right direction. You know, um, it's going to be close to six billion dollars in revenue uh, very soon. But I think that they're missing the boat on the on the personalities of these young yeah, men but you know and, the and presenting comes, they,
2: them to the world. But that's because they come from different backgrounds. Right. They come from they come from, uh, you know, I think families that are come from hardworking, middle class families that, you know, a lot of these guys are grown up on a farm, working hard, humble that they play the game. I, I, I mean, in, 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 in general, maybe not so much now, but in general. And I think it's I, I think the National Hockey League really preaches, you know, the game comes first, the team comes first and everything else comes second and nobody wants to wants to challenge that and it's it's a different it's a different culture it's a different culture um football's a different culture basketball's a different culture um and hockey players just seem which, to not get sport, it they don't get it yeah they, they don't, don't get, get it. it
0: one topic we have to get to with you Rasmus Darlene Signs the extension that we've been talking about all summer and eight years, $11 million per year puts him at tied with Doughty as the second highest paid defenseman in the NHL.
2: I mean, does he deserve it? It's a little much. We're asking you that question. Uh, I think it's a little much. I think and,
1: and, and when you say a little m- much, the term of the deal is is perfect, right? For the Sabres, it's perfect to lock in, you know, w- w- arguably one of the, the best defensemen in the league. Before where, you go where, there, where, JR. Where, I,
2: where, but where where in that best defenseman does he fit? Top five? No.
0: Okay, the so give, me your, there's definitely, give there's me your top definitely five. There's potential for that, for sure. But he's not in the league's top five. Of the top twenty, he's not in
1: the top five. In your I top five. Think so. Kale McCarr, well, boom Shakalaka. Yeah.
2: Headman. Adam
1: Fox, boom shakalaka. Yeah. Victor Hedman. Hold on. Let okay. hold on. So no, you have, you have three no, out right. of the way.
2: Okay. Who else is Um in there? well I listen, is is you, you have to throw Eric Carlson up there because of the year he had. You gotta. You gotta. He no you know, likes What are you just gonna you're just gonna you're just gonna throw away a hundred point season on a on a defenseman on a terrible team? You yeah to that.
1: And I don't think yeah. he would have had a hundred points on a good team. That's the whole point.
2: You no, probably had hundred and fifteen on a on no, a, he on a have. good team. Everybody thinks
1: that by playing on a better team that you're going to have more points, sometimes playing on a horrible team where he literally played two minutes of every power play. He played 27 minutes a night on a horrible hockey team that was constantly trying to catch teams from behind. So they were always, always going on offense.
2: But, he's always, but he, he always plays that much, that that much.
1: Well, why didn't he put 125 points up for other teams?
0: Injuries. I think we're get we're getting off topic here. No, we're not so, getting off topic. We're no, actually look, not. We're well, actually
1: right on topic. I don't <laughs> see Carlson in the top I think,
0: five.
2: I think, but I think Roman that's Yossi. Okay. I, think Roman Yo- I think Roman Yossi is a better defenseman than Rasmus
0: Tolein. Okay, there's okay. four. That, okay, so there's a legit four. You we have who can we agree on Macar? Uh you also said who is number two? You said uh, Edmund. Edman. Fox, Fox. Fox. Then you Yossi. just. Yo seat. Okay. I'll give you those, those guys ahead of Darlene. Is there anyone else?
1: Miro Heiskanen, McCoy.
2: Yeah. He- Heiskanen. They're all, they're Colt, all excellent. Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy. Yeah. Heiskanen. I would, I'd put Heiskanen. Charlie McAvoy. Okay. Heiskanen.
1: Charlie McAvoy. Sorry. Yeah. McCoy. I'm going to get I, it for I, that I, one.
2: I don't know. I don't think Charlie McAvoy is better than, than Rasmus Darlene. No.
1: Okay. So we have five then Jr. Sure. And okay. and and listen, I mean, you can you can go and you can have discussions and say, well, you know what, this guy might be better. This guy might be better. And it's they're all great discussions. The point is, Rasmus Dolen signed a contract at age 23. Roman Yossi is how old? 30. Yeah, 29, 30. So my question is in a year or two from now, I think Dolen's gonna p- surpass him. For sure, one hundred percent. He hit and made body checks like frickin' Truba. Petey, am I right?
2: Okay, so he so made some I'm body gonna, checks. Gonna, that were insane. Hey, listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying the kid isn't good, but is it eleven million dollars good? He's not played uh, yeah, one gotta, playoff game. He's not played gotta, one playoff game in his career. Okay, we just saw a guy. That. We just saw we just saw a very talented, extremely unbelievable upside player in Trevor Zegras signed a three year, five and a half million dollar contract. Is he a five million dollar player or is he a seven million dollar player? Seven and a half million dollar player.
0: Uh, are you asking me?
1: Wow.
2: Yeah.
1: Is Trevor Segris th- a
2: seven and a half million dollar player or a five and a half million dollar? I player?
1: think they're I think they're gonna eat that contract in a couple years from now when he goes to sign so after Let me ask three you a question. Years. So let me ask so he's gonna so, make a lot of money.
2: Like there's one person that's loving so, this contract, that's Kale McCarr. Mikhail McCar is loving this contract more than anything in the world. Because, but let's let's take it a little bit further, okay? Like, we saw what Steven Stamkos did a couple of years ago. He took a hometown discount so he can help his team grow, and he won Stanley Cups because he was able to. They had better cap space. I'm not saying that Buffalo doesn't have cap space because what's happening with the with the with the cap. But you know, is it smarter for Dalene to play at nine? Nine and a half, which is still one of the best in the league as a defenseman, keeping two million to maybe sign someone else to get somebody else to improve your team. I don't Look know. This, I'm just making up. I'm out, just, Jeremy, making here, valid comes,
0: here comes Craig with the off the top ropes of, but the cap's going up five million next year and five million the year after that. And I, I appreciate that argument.
2: It's Rasmus it's argument.
1: isn't the 27th defenseman in the freaking league. We just talked about Rasmus Dalin at age 23, who in his rookie year put up the biggest rookie season besides Phil Housley. Okay, so we he had an unbelievable rookie season. He's had <laughs> years of maturity since then, and now all of a sudden he is he's a 73 point guy. He's on a team. Jr. Let me tell you something, man. You keep going about well, he hasn't made the fuck playoffs. Well, guess what? If he was on if he was on the Rangers right now and we had our, our our buddy there, who's who's their top guy? Fox. Fox. If we had old Foxy on Buffalo, how many playoff games is Fox playing? Zero. Zero games. And if you had Kale McCarr on Buffalo, there'd be zero playoff games. Because the organization for a decade has struggled, it, uh, actually longer than a decade. This is not on Rasmus Dalin This is not on Rasmus Dahlien. This is this is on management. Now you have Dahlien. Dahlien, right now, you could put him, let's just say, anywhere from five, six, seven defensemen in the NHL, and he's 23. The guys that are ahead of them that you're talking about are 25, 28, 32. Dolleen's gonna surpass
2: all those guys. Yeah, but let me my question. words. Who who's who's a, who's the person that sat there across the table and said Rasmus Doleen deserves 11 and a half million? Don Meehan. Why?
1: Because he knows the market and he knows how the salary cap. Salary cap Gary Bedman's talking about the salary cap is going to go up to 87 to 88 million. That's in one year, JR. Okay, in one year, it's going to go up to 88 million dollars. Well, what's going to happen in three years from that? It's going to be 95 million. So, what you're talking about right now with Rasmus dahlin at 11 million that seems like a lot of money in three years from now, four years from now, 11 million dollars. In this league, you're going to have more players that are making 11 million dollars. The contract is not going to be as big today is what it is in three years from now. And when Darlene's in his prime at 28, 29, 30, then you're going to get 11 million. So what million you're saying, so what
2: in- you're saying, so what you're saying now is not never again should a player worry about the team's finances and the team's health and cap space they should
1: just sign 100% not
2: <laughs> they shouldn't care ever
1: never not a goddamn chance i would care about Great. the team's makeup i'm going to give that's... a little bit less money because no jr let well, to tell you this i signed that's, with the san jose total, sharks i signed with san jose opposite. you were on the team i had my best year of my nhl career fucking traded
2: yeah. Oh, I, I don't think there's oh, any loyalty. Oh, yeah, sure. I know. You know listen, hey, no, sure. I, 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 totally agree. There's no loyalty. There's no. There's loyalty no loyalty. Whatsoever. So why
1: should the players None. have loyalty and take pay cuts because of the well, friggin' management?
2: Then, then, then why should the players not have personality and fucking be all the big personality guys that sell their sell themselves rather than being the good team guy and and stay behind the scenes and be a, a boring a, a boring representative of of the National Hockey League. <clears throat>
1: I don't know. What's that's that's another conversation. That's a different no, it's, conversation.
2: It, it, no, but it's, it's the same mentality, right? You're supposed to be a team guy, team guy, team guy, team guy. Don't be, don't be your, don't be yourself. Don't bring yourself out of everything. But by the way, I want, I want. But I think that's program, not
1: from NHL, but that's program from when you were playing peewee.
2: I don't know. I don't think so. I Absolutely. think that's Absolutely. You
1: got some kid that goes down the ice on his belly, doing the frigging paddle board. the coach is gonna hey johnny yeah but you can't do that bud you can't do that or the kids I, I doing just, the yeah. flying duck going by the other team's bench as he buries his hat trick can't do that
2: i dis- can't do yeah, that i just dis- i disagree i disagree but again it's the mentality right it's the mentality but uh, look, i said rasmus yesterday Staline, jr rasmus dalene's
1: Staline contract right now seems high seems high for me because he has put okay. himself in a position where way, he's tied the for way, the second all, that's most. That's all we've been looking for. In three years from now, four years from now, I don't think the contract will be what I feel it is today. Okay, I think it's right and, now. And, and five, six, seven, eight years from now, I think you it's going to be a good contract.
2: So. You better hope so. You better hope so. Because you know what always happens with these eight years, 12 million, 11 million, all these things. You know what ends up happening? The team gets fucked. That's what usually happens. Now we're saying right now, looking at this contract right now, it's it's a little much. Could it be in three years? It might not be. It might yeah. be short. But as of right now, because that's what we're talking about right now. Because we are not three years from now. Right now, I'm like, eh. it's- well,
0: I'm sorry to say this. Um, he does have expectations now, and, and maybe it's not this year because his his. Contract is still only six million, and the eleven doesn't kick into next year. But somewhere in the first few years of his eleven million dollar deal, the Sabers there need two things need to happen. Number one, the Sabers need to make the playoffs. That's not all on him, but it is because he's also the highest paid guy. And number two, he better be in the top five Norris voting. In the
1: league for sure. Let me let, let Why is that? Brought up a, why, because, is, why does he have to be in there? Because, because in theory, a in players. theory of the modern Daddy day, hasn't been in the top fricking 10 in the last five years and he's yeah, been making well, 11 this... million dollars. So, why, <laughs> who, why all of a sudden who, is Rasmus hold on a second? Who,
0: who did you say? Dowdy, true, Dowdy's not making 11 million because, um. He's not making eleven million dollars because when he signed the contract, he was worth eleven million million dollars. That that to me, in my opinion, that contract was back pay for the seven million dollar contract. Let me
2: ask you this question: Killing you brought himself, up,
0: winning Stanley Cup,
1: like you up, you when really he signed point. his first deal, that seven million dollar is seven six million. It was like seven for seven or something. No. Hey,
2: I,
0: I Seven want to
1: bring for up. You
2: just made a you just and made that a, that amount comment.
1: of money was egregious. He was the most overpaid player in the NHL, and by Hold the end a... of the contract, it was the greatest contract in the NHL.
2: Go ahead, Jeremy. Well, that, what that, were you going to say? That might that might be the same thing that just happened with with Darlene. You just made a good point because it's not all on him as a defenseman being the highest paid player. Is is it bad? To have your highest-paid player a defenseman because a defenseman is not going to get you into the playoffs, but a forward has the ability to get you into the playoffs. I.e., Connor McDavid. I.e. You know, Sidney Crosby. (laughs)
1: Who who, uh, are you going to say, Austin Matthews? You're just about to say Austin
2: Matthews, then you had to take it back and be Patrick Kane, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves. Yeah, you know they were. Yeah, can your highest McKinnon paid player right on now. your team well, can your highest car. paid player on your team should it be a defenseman? That's you know because you just said defensemen probably can't get a team into the playoffs but can a yeah. dynamic scorer
1: well, Get play. can, can Kevin play. Adams make the decision to sign him for eleven million? Even though in the back of his mind he's thinking, I don't want to pay this guy eleven million dollars. I don't know. I do not want to pay a defenseman an eleven million dollars, but I can do it because Tage Thompson is making seven point one. Dylan Cousins, a twenty-two year old hockey player that scored thirty-one goals last year. Is on a seven million dollar deal. Can you do that? Can you justify the doline because you have two players on insanely, insanely good contracts
0: moving forward? Those were the why next T- words T- coming out of my mouth. Were, why is Paige T- T-
2: T- Thompson? Why is Paige T- Thompson making seven, seven and a half? He's making seven. I don't
0: know. He, he had T- ninety-four
2: three. points. we about we're, we're, we're forty-seven goals about, last year. I know he should be making eleven.
1: I know, yeah. but he signed before that season
0: yeah so how about that one each
1: thompson page thompson should be making 11 million dollars
0: he left he probably left let's say so he's making 7.1 so yeah.
2: he's he left at least 3 million on the table he's a at minimum
0: least. he's a minimum 10 to ten and a half million dollars okay guy. so let's call it he could make 10.1 so he's 3 million out 3 times 8 24 he left 24 schmill on the table
2: So that's an awful contract it is together. an awful exactly. contract
1: but you know what it benefits the team and does that justify where Kevin Adams okay, the, okay, maybe so maybe the so negotiations took so Rasmus long
2: Rasmus leads 11 and a half to help the team
0: Yeah I mean if I'm Tage, and I'm I don't think, think it I'm hurts cousins. the team I, guess, I mean I'm a little I guess well, I, I mean Rasmus's I don't think ovaries.
2: we're talking about, I don't think it hurts the opposite. team
1: I don't think it hurts the team. I I said yesterday on our podcast that I do not like the $11 million term now, but in a couple years from now, a very short period of time, when the salary cap goes up by $10 million plus and everybody's making more money, I think the Rasmus-Darlene contract will look uh, representative to what he does on the ice we're talking about a defenseman right now that could be anywhere from five to seven well in three years from now two years from now rasmus Dahlin could be in the top three he's he still six foot three he still he's 205 signed. pounds he puts up 75 points a year if he's no, a he plus, put if he's a plus player he has
0: put up 75 points he doesn't put up 75 points he needs to do it. He put up more
1: points than most defensemen of the you know age. They, group. You,
2: know, I, you know what? You know what they should do in contracts because Fultu-y. right now, yes. And this is what I'm saying: they the, the contracts should be based on performance year by year. Oh, stop it, man! Why not? Because right now you're getting paid because of potential. All right? You had you had Clayton Keller. Got signed because of potential. You had Jack Eichel was signed because of potential. Now, if these guys are being signed because of their potential, why don't the GM say, "Okay, you have to you have to hit these barriers in order to hit your next big contract. You want to be paid 11 million? Then you got to score." So you're talking. Points.
1: You're talking. Every contract's going to be. Uh, bonus Why incentive. Why not? Because I don't like by that.
2: Year? I don't like that year by year. <laughs> I don't year like that. Year? What
1: happened? What happens if a player gets injured?
2: What do you mean? if a player gets injured, yeah, then they're going to make the same. They're going to make the same amount of money, or or you do it retrospect. You do it. You 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 negotiate on on games played.
1: You play. You. Put, per game. I, I would say that you probably played thirteen hundred and fifty games. Let's just say, give or take thirteen fifty around. Yes, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, you came in the league when you were how old? Eighteen,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or nineteen? Eighteen. Eighteen years old. How many games did you feel you were not one hundred percent healthy in your three hundred and fifty? Half. Or a thousand three hundred and fifty. So you're saying upwards of seven hundred games, you were probably not at a hundred percent.
2: Yes. Bigger How sure. many games
1: in that one thousand three hundred and fifty did you would you say that you were um probably in today's standard, you shouldn't have been playing because you wouldn't have been able to take uh painkillers, you wouldn't have been able to couple hundred for sure.
2: Couple, hundred. or because I had because con- I had a concussion.
1: That's D- my D- whole point of bonus, late it uh, lace contracts. Yeah, is-
2: yeah, but before we were getting paid. You before we didn't get contracts because of what they expected us to do. We got, with the exception of Eric Lindros, who changed the whole fucking mentality. You had guys that got paid by what they did already, by what they accomplished already. They weren't getting paid by because they because were hitting they, free
0: agency at thirty-one.
2: Yes. Exactly. I didn't hit thirty one. I mean These guys at
0: thirty one years old were getting like six year deals for like ten million. Like
1: think about today think about today's game and think about what the game was like before. You wouldn't even hit unrestricted I free agency till <laughs> uh, thirty two.
2: Oh, thirty one. Guys I mean, rode the
1: league, my, league at thirty two. Oh, in today's game. My,
2: my first crack at free agency was thirty one years old. That's when I went to Philly. At 31 years old. I mean, that's fucking crazy. So much money that was three point five. That's okay. But where where is the protection? Where is the protection of the team and the team's money in terms of of, of a player? What if what if a player gets gets hurt in the middle of his contract and he can't play anymore? And he still has that eleven million? on the contract. Whereas he if he didn't perform, but now he's gotta pay they gotta pay that salary moving forward for another four years, the kid's not playing. Where's the protection of the team in Maybe. terms of what they're spending?
1: Both of you guys, name me a contract in the National Hockey League in the last 10 years, we'll say. Let's not even do 10 years. Let's do five years because things have really changed in the last five years with these younger players coming into the league and making a lot more money coming out of their entry-level deals. Name me a contract right now that has not lived up to standard of that NHL team buying into this young player and the young player not living up to expectations?
2: The young player?
1: There's been a ton of contracts. I mean, a ton of contracts given out to very young players. We're talking insane amounts of dollars. But I want to know if you can think of one off the top of your head that you're saying, this one has not worked out. The reality of it is a lot of these NHL teams have gotten it right. They've bought into young players, but these young players nowadays are machines and their level of play from coming into the league at 18, 19, and 20, the teams are projecting out eight years saying at age 21 to 29 are going to be the best years of this young person's career. And they're buying into they're buying into the young players nowadays, and I don't think that there's been a team in the NHL that, when you look at a, a team that has spent an ungodly amount of money on a person uh, on a player, that it's failed.
2: I I will preface this. I think the players should get as much money as they fucking can. I don't give a shit. I mean, it's it's you got the big NHL machine right now running a $6 billion clip. The players are only in this for a short period of time. They should get as much money as they possibly can. So I'm not arguing about these kids getting the money. They should get as much as they can. Cause if someone's going to give it to them, give it to them. Go run.
1: 30 minutes ago, you just basically said to me, well, what about, what about the team? What about doing what's right for the team? Yeah, I don't, I, I understand Steve Sancos and what he did and I praise him for it. He left, an ungodly amount of money on the table. But I will say this, that there's been a lot of players that have signed contracts that have been traded one and two years later, because it hasn't worked out on the team and you've taken less money to, to go to that team in particular. That's yeah, what I think I, can, is I wrong. can put
2: on. I, I can put on my, I can put on my GM hat. I can put on my GM hat. I mean, you could put on your GM hat, right? I mean, I'd throw up having to fucking pay eight years, eleven and a half million dollars to a kid that, you know, yeah.
0: Well listen I would I would listening to because, you uh greedy bastards talk about just getting your money, I'll be the league minimum guy over here who gets my lights punched out to uh try to entertain <laughs> the fans and, and you know motivate the team. And I'll hope that you two uh selfish fucks are willing to take a little bit less so that I can maybe have my taste of victory as well. And I need you guys to take that so that I maybe, you know why? Maybe maybe I can have a fucking chance at glory.
2: Well said. Well, Well, I said this the
1: other, I said this the other day, Petey, Um, you know why I asked for a little bit more money? Because I know I'm going to have to take on one of my buddies for the entire year and pay for everything. (laughs) And I gladly do it because I yeah. love you.
0: I love you, buddy. You know what's amazing?
1: You keep fucking
0: that's bringing so that funny. up, man. Well, because, if you're, if you're going to keep bringing you up paid. your
1: league minimum shit, do you think people that are listening to this podcast, oh, my God, Andrew Peters only made 750000 Oh,
2: poor him. <laughs> yeah, easy, buddy. Uh, that's awesome. whiskeywild.com By the way, it is coming up into holiday season. Better to bring a bottle of whiskey than a bottle of wine to a party. Great Christmas uh, gift, great Thanksgiving. And, uh, especially one that has a flask
0: attached to the bottle. All right, go get it.
2: Uh, and stripes, You're in. and
0: s- snipes and stripes.
2: Snipes and stripes, four o'clock West uh, Pacific time, seven o'clock Eastern time on nofilter.net.